And yeah, you can bob your head. <laughs> they, try. Uh, they try to stop me every week. Oh, good day, and welcome to another Root Issues podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here today with Alyssa. Good day. Are we like uh, yeah, British? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're British. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No. And then I'm also here with Steve. Hello, hello. And then Luke is once again still in Mexico having a fabulous time. He's going to come back and we're going to have to do it in Spanish. Mm. Uh, bless <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he might be there. Uh, welcome to the Root Issues Podcast, your midweek jolt. We have a great lineup today. We are going to be jumping into Steve Toddler's message last week uh, of Has God's Light Shone in Your Heart? We're going to be jumping into 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6, and this is all around being spiritual in a secular world, not just human series, which has really just been enlightening us to the fact of how much the gospel should play in everything in our life, not just our salvation. And so there's some challenging stuff out there. We've got it in quote where like the cameras went up on Sunday and we're taking snapshots off that quote. And so we're going to dig into that, but we're going to start with 60 seconds and we're going to give everybody 60 seconds to run through what really jumped out to them and where they felt connection in this week's message. So we're going to start off with Alyssa. I always go first. Well, we can start off with Steve. Steve, start us off. Okay. 60 seconds. You can use all of it or you can use some of it. Sure. I'll just read the the quote we put up. It says, the God of this world blinds the mind to the gospel. But when God saves us, he goes deeper. He illuminates our heart. Um, Only the gospel of Jesus can awaken the heart. The world is bound to self and the mind so the heart is lost. This is what Paul says. We do not lose heart. All right. I think that's enough said. Yeah, that was a really good one. Do you want me to roll with it? Then you? No, I can okay. go. All right. Um, so we were in Second Corinthians, what, 4, 6, I think. But And I actually really liked 4, 6. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of God. Christ. And I just think that was so encouraging to me because um, we have it in our heart. And so if we're living from the heart out, you know, that's going to really be easier ultimately than letting the outside world influence, influence and um, get us all wrapped up in our feelings and emotion and just so blinding. And I think you can tell that you're in the darkness when you start to live that way. So Awesome. Yeah. All right. So here I go. I'm going to jump in, and I want to kind of take a look at some questions you were asking because as we got into um, 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6, you know, it started talking about ministry. It started talking about this, and you were throwing out some really just deep questions. You said, if you know Jesus, you have been given a ministry. And so that, you know, that one, man, that was like just like equalizer. Like everybody who claims that they follow Christ, you're not just a Christian. You are a ministry leader. You are a ministry. You're in ministry. Then you asked, how is your ministry going at home with friends at work? 
do you know what your ministry is? And so at some point today, I would love it if we threw a definition to the word ministry, because I think ministry has so been Mm -hmm. defined, especially in Western United States, to the staff person, the youth pastor, the worship pastor, the senior pastor, the administrative assistant, the children's pastor, the Sunday Mm -hmm. school teacher, like they have ministry. And so, yeah, that's the end of my 60 seconds. So let's just jump in. Good. Y'all want to start off kind of maybe with that quote a little bit? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think the just accepting that the world is bound to self and mind. Yeah. And then that causes the heart to be lost is like the perfect like written ex- explanation mm-hmm. of the visual picture with the arrows yeah. all pointing, Yep, you know, from all these like outside influences mm-hmm. just crushing you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and people just get so caught in the thinking about everything and definition of self these days has changed so much. Like just the selfishness and the, uh, it's like uh, exalted. Like mm-hmm. it, it, people are pointing other people to, well, have you worked on yourself? You know, <laughs> like it's like, well, that's just a totally acceptable thing. Yeah. That yeah. you should be all about you. Yeah. And even with kids, you know, it's like the parents are all about the kids. And so then the kids are all about the kids and they're, it's accepted that they're all about themselves. And it's just, I don't know where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when when I look at that, it's like, you know, as you were saying, like, you know, that the the self is just connected to those things, like, you know, the world in the self and the mind. And and you were saying it's changing, like the definition of self is changing. Well, you can changed. be whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. No, and I mean, you can. You can be an astronaut. You can be a scientist. You can be a plumber. But the definition of self has now been twisted. Self is tightly connected to how you feel. Yeah. Emotions. Right. Where before self was defined more by your function, your operation, how you saw yourself in the connection of community. Mm-hmm. Like for this community, I bring myself and myself adds to this community. Right. But now it's like, well, how are you feeling? Well, I don't know. Well, then what's that say about yourself? Like, well, why I did that make me question everyone's myself? Everyone's fine with it when it's positive uh-huh. self, but then it's like, well, what do we do when it turns to be a negative, yeah. you know, suicidal or yeah. depressed? Um, emotion that takes over well then we're like screwed because then it's not so good and yeah and and then if you're like accepting that as wholly who you are then it's like what were you before well i'm only this yeah and i think all of this in this series i think is also just an evaluation of um and hopefully a recovery of the glory of the gospel what it really is and really what the gospel does for myself and my inner being, and to really realize just how even after coming to faith, how much of self, right, we are still living by, right, um, whether yeah. it's our feelings, our mm-hmm. mind, uh, and that the gospel, this light, the right, that, that, that uh, shones in our heart, that brings the Holy Spirit, is now to inform my spirit, yeah. right, that is to move out and inform my being, right, my soul, 
uh, to override the flesh, yeah. and to override my self-leaning, right? And so that my mind now is, as the Scripture commands us, that every thought is taken captive yeah. to Christ. And so my mind, my emotions are, are submitted to the Lord, so there's room for the fruit of the Spirit to rise mm-hmm. up in my life. Yeah. And my will, the decision-making, right, is that, the, that now I take the time and I want my decisions to line up with the will of God, right? I yeah. want His stamp of approval and direction in my life on those yeah. things. And that's deep water yeah. because yeah. the reality is any decision I make where I don't bring the Holy Spirit in is a fleshly decision. Right. Now that's a... I'll just think about that. Like, how many decisions do we make? In a day. In a day. And the more I make decisions based on self, mm-hmm. or let my emotions, right, lead, yeah. or my even intellect, rather than bringing the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in, the more I bolster self. Yeah. And I, I quite and quench the Spirit of God in my life. And so this idea when, you know, the world, you're telling mm-hmm. Lissa just says, go, you know, um, work on yourself and everything. It's not that we're calling the self to die. We're calling the self, right, to deny itself and, mm-hmm. and and kneel before the the authority of the spirit of god and that's when we really come alive that's yeah. when yeah. the spirit of god brings out who we really are as we become more like christ yeah. that's really good and i mean i mean i know this is like a audio podcast but steve drew out this incredible like diagram it's called the heart of discipleship and so on the outside ring of the circle we have body and then we have another circle and Which then, is your soul. Yeah, we've got soul, we've got mind, we've got will and emotion. Well, that and, is your soul, those three things. Yeah. And then in the middle of that final circle, he just kind of put a dotted heart, and he connected our spirit plus the Holy Spirit. And so when we talk about the self, I think what we really need to dig in on is, like, we have a spirit. That spirit, and you stated this, like, only through our spirit do we communicate with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's like where the self comes in, like, well, I did this and I did this, but like, are you really communicating with God and allowing yourself to surrender to him yeah. by communicating to, to God through your spirit, yeah. through that soul? Well, and I think for some people that just comes way easier or maybe it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Like there's just some things that are so much harder yeah. to allow to submit. Uh, and I think we're stirred in different ways. Like I know for me, worship yes. will really, I will feel that connection so much more and I'll feel certain conviction during songs or, you know, different things. And it will make me emotional yeah. either joyfully or in sorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and every day it can be a hard thing to remember yeah. to yeah. submit to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's a really good point. Let's say, like my bent in the flesh is intellect. Mm-hmm. Right? So my mind, yeah. I, You're a teacher. I got I to yeah. think about it. I got to understand it. I have to, you know, more knowledge is the, is the breakthrough, right? Mm-hmm. Other people, they're more uh, influenced by emotion. You yeah. Know, yeah. Move, you know, the, uh, and others, you know, you could go to the will in the sense they're just people of action, right? Just yeah. mm-hmm. let's make a decision. Um, and boy, for all of us, we all have flesh patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. of our path, all the different things. Yeah. Well, we and have I think you should, you need to like figure the, what those out for yourself. Yeah. Are. Absolutely. Where, where our weaknesses are, right? Yeah. Where are we weak? And, uh, and, and go there with the work of the spirit, right? Yeah. To submit those things, mm-hmm. right? Learn how, and this is the deficit of discipleship, right? Of yes. walking with people, helping them lay hold of that inner struggle to be able to get breakthrough, yeah. yes. right? To lean 
into the Spirit of God. It's not steps. It's not more head knowledge. It's actually this deep spiritual work of the Word of God and the Spirit of God coming and, uh, and doing this inner work. And like conversation right. with other people. Yeah. I just think about it with the kids, you know, talking, not overly, but yeah. helping them learn how to manage themselves starts with discussion. Like, mm. that's okay. Right. It's fine you're sad right now. Yeah, totally. But then not letting them just dwell in that. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, it's like, you know, we're kind of looking at this in the context of the gospel, okay? Because the question that's being posed well, is we like, should be. yeah, well, like, has God's light shown in your heart? Mm-hmm. Like, and so there's this transformation that occurs when his light pierces us to our most inner being. And you were talking about like your strengths and your weaknesses. And am I right in saying that like maybe my strength could be? my greatest weakness Mm -hmm. like you know i'm a get it done guy i'm a deal closer or maybe i'm extremely type a and that strength is Mm -hmm. what i'm depending upon and so i'm not going for god's counsel i'm just in that flesh pattern of like i know i can do this and i don't need his counsel right well something's gonna happen it's gonna throw you off that eventually in your life and that strength isn't gonna work You know, I mean, maybe there are people that go through and they don't ever have those moments where, like, they're not strong enough. But hey, if you're one uh, of those people who never have that we'll moment, have you on just the email us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think this is exactly right, Chris. Um, because, you know, a person that's very smart, right, yeah. has a strong intellect. intellect. Yeah. They are, that's a barrier to come to faith. Yeah. Somebody who's very wealthy. Right, a mm-hmm. self-made man or woman—that's yeah. a big barrier because self, they in their mind, they look what I've done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, so those are big, and this is what Jesus, why Jesus said these are are big barriers, yeah. right? Yeah. Not the wisdom of the world, not the riches of the world; these are barriers, right? Yeah. And uh, and we see them all, right, in our in our lives, um, and that's where that humility—that's where that big issue of wow, yeah. counting the cost. What does it mean to deny myself and, and pick up my cross, follow yeah. Jesus, right? And submit those areas of strength, especially, mm-hmm. right, to yeah. to the Lord, right? When I think you talked about, like, coming to church, being open um, to being convicted, to grow and then be renewed. Yeah. So I think the humility is huge and just showing up with the heart of, I am not perfect, I don't have this all figured out, and accepting the gospel, like, you know, if yeah. We live in a broken world. I'm a broken soul. Yeah. Right. Um, well, and I, I tried to communicate just out of verse two, where P- Paul is sharing some deep mm-hmm. personal uh, communication to the church that yes. he's kind of in combat with. They're kind of pushing back on him, and he's mm-hmm. trying to open their heart up to him again. Yeah. Um, and, and it really made me those words in verse two. Uh, you know, made me really think about just even the aspect of preaching faithfully, mm-hmm. and then the res- then a healthy yeah. response. And the preacher, our tendency, if we're intellect, and most a lot of preachers are, are lean that direction. Um, some more the emotional, maybe we're evangelists, however you want to look at it. But we lean into our strength, and we don't rely on the Holy Spirit. So yeah. to lean in the strength, it, it, you start to believe. You wouldn't say it, but. If I give you these steps, if I communicate yeah. well enough, if I entertain you and move you emotional enough, you're, mm. there's going to be life change. You're going Absolutely, to get it. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, that is flesh. That's not yeah. going to happen. And for Paul, right, he says, may I not come to you with anything but Christ crucified, that your faith may rest on the power of God, not on the wise words of any man. 
Um, and, and, and the flip side of that, and, and so I think from the preacher's side, it is that the authority is to trust in the Word of God, is mm-hmm. that it's taught, it's laid out, and it will not return void. And Absolutely. there has to be a faithful response to that Word or a rejection. And it's like the, the parable of the seed, right? And so I think we have not taught our people in church to come to realize is that preacher is not up there to entertain you. He's not up there to yeah. fix you. He's not up there to give you a whole bunch of simple steps to simplify the text. He's up there to faithfully present the Word of God, um, trusting the Spirit of God to bring conviction yeah. into our hearts. Right. And the response for all of us, preacher included, is to go take that word to the Lord mm-hmm. and lean and learn to listen to the Spirit. Even in the midst of listening, Holy, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to apply this mm-hmm. this passage right. Right, to That's my heart? part of managing yourself. You yeah. know, it's like you can't believe the lie that you as a pastor can control us mm-hmm. or that, you know, we can just submit and be controlled easily. <laughs> do I sound yeah. like uh, Danny Silk? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think the tendency is for all of us, mm-hmm. hey, just tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Is the hard work is, oh, I mean, I have to go spend time in prayer. I have to go seek yeah. the Holy Spirit. I have to learn to listen to his voice and, and wait for him to mm-hmm. lead. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I just give me the steps and I'll go do it. Yeah. Or I'll, you know. I think the loss of solitude has really True. helped, um, you know, like that. Absolutely. Go away in yeah. our culture. No, absolutely. You asked this great question kind of up front. You said, what is forming your heart? And then you gave this quote. The problem with busyness is that it leaves no time to form the heart. Yeah. Right. And I think that is a lost art. Like, you know. What is shaping our heart? What shapes and forms us? Right. You know, what are we looking to change in our lives? We, we stay so busy with so many different things and places to go that we're not, you know, giving that time to say, how am I shaping and forming my heart? How is God shaping and forming my heart? You know, in essence, like either God is shaping or forming your heart or the ruler of this world, the right. thief is shaping and forming your heart through culture. Right. It's going to get shaped. It's going to get formed. It's going to transform over time. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, like, is it A, God, mm-hmm. his spirit shaping and transforming us as he shines light on dark places, right. or B, the thief and the culture around us. Right. And so it's something like, I love the busyness aspect because I've been trying to clean up busyness out of my life. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. good. Okay, good. Pretty good. Yeah. You know. I think it's always going to be a balance of yeah. the two because that's where the gospel plays in. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. I think you're going to have times where it's easier um, to turn away from the cultural influences mm-hmm. and then you're going to have times where it's more inevitable because yeah. of the, you know, job you're in or the mm-hmm. activities you're in where you're going to be faced yeah. with it more. But I think awareness of it is so important and not dwelling in the past, yeah. you know, but understanding the past. Yes. And the role that it's played in where you are today. And even like more broad too, I think it's important for all of us to have a historical background of like why culturally we are where we are, Sure, you know, and, um, I'm too busy for that. Well, I just think especially with all, all of the, um, yeah, 
just self is such a big thing right now with no, self-help. Self is definitely, and stuff like yeah, self help. I mean, it's kind of resurging. I think there was a big surgence of self help, maybe, you know, in the 70s, you know, just like recreate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we were recreating ourselves as an American culture. But it's definitely reoccurring. But now it's like on a deeper level. Like you, you made a statement like, you know, would we have ever thought if anybody had ever said like two years ago, like, hey, you can, you know, do you feel feminine or masculine mm-hmm. today? Like we would have been like, dude, what are you talking about? Like right. no one's it's ever going to say so that. Yeah. But now it's like the hot topic. Let's jump into ministry because I think yeah. this is where some people can get some wills. Like, why do you need God's light to shine in the darkness? Like, I've already saved. I've got mm-hmm. some little darkness here, mm-hmm. a little darkness there. But we're doing good. So why do I want more light shined on it so that I'm purified more? Mm-hmm. And I think that might play out when you realize that you have a calling and it's called ministry. Yeah. Like, you are to minister the truth of God to others mm-hmm. in whatever setting that is. And so, therefore, yeah, like, I want to know more, God. I want to know more from his spirit, his voice, so that I can do what he's asked me to do. So can you define ministry? Yeah, so verse 1, therefore, having this ministry, Paul says, by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. So he's talking about, back in chapter 3, this new covenant, this Mm -hmm. glorious ministry. Um, and, and we get to chapter five. Mm-hmm. Now he he lays it out for all of us, right? We've all been reconciled to God, and yeah. we are all now ambassadors for Christ. Yeah. And we have the ministry of reconciliation mm-hmm. to partner with Jesus to reconcile the world, people's hearts to God, yeah. and to be a part of that process. So it's back to the self, right? Is right. today in Christianity we spend so much time, pretty much all the books, everything is all about me, me, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. very self uh, focused, right? About fixing, you know, go down the list. We're yeah. a therapeutic culture. Uh, but Jesus saves us to give us a ministry. Yeah. He, he saves us to be outward. He mm-hmm. saves us to serve the world, to make disciples of all nations, right? To serve and be his body, the whole church, yeah. to the world. Um, and, and that's not saying we think we can control other people. Not no. At all. <laughs> okay. Well, and and, and, and well, it's very clear from yeah. Jesus. Look, he got pushed. Yeah. If you're not getting pushback, from the culture in the world, you're not mm-hmm. truly ministering the gospel. Yeah, plain and simple, according to what we see in the scripture. So, um, that ministry—the word actually, technically, is the word we get deacon, servant from—but mm-hmm. yes. it's a noun meaning that this is the area of service. So, yes. God has given us, and Paul's rejoicing, and it's by the mercy because it only comes by the grace of God. But this is part of salvation. Salvation, when we talk about it, is so again today self-focused mm-hmm. on, on fixing me and what God has forgiven me and yeah um we forget that the reason for that the reason for that now is to take that and to mm-hmm. live that gospel right yeah, and, and to go love um, and do unto others and to yeah. do unto others exactly mm-hmm. um so that's that uh and, and again when we think of ministry we think of yeah vocational, vocational people, people but if you're a, a believer what paul says here again in chapter five even more clearly when we get to that um that as a new creation, we have been given this glorious ministry um, to be ambassadors for Christ. Uh, and so we should. We should be asking, how's mm-hmm. your ministry? Right? Yeah, so it, ministry. It, it doesn't, everybody who follows Jesus right, has a ministry. And the, who we should be encouraging each other, how's your ministry going? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? How, uh, you know, specifically in uh, partnering with Jesus as such um, in his work of reconciling yeah. people's hearts yeah. right, to God. Yeah, and so. listening to what they have to say, sharing, mm-hmm. you know, where you see God working in your life. Yeah, because your your parent, I mean, your parent, you and Carson's parenting of the boys, and okay, is is ministry. Yeah, yeah. 
that's ministry. Well, it it's should, not and, first and, and foremost. Yeah. If first we foremost. can't get that right, then but how think can about we, it. We we yeah. we put compartments out here. We separate. Yeah. Oh, this is ministry. And that's, yeah. No, that is the core of your ministry, mm-hmm. right? To uh, be married, your ministry is in that, mm-hmm. right? Well, so it's just a different mindset. Friends, yeah, you know, like absolutely. ministry and friendship can mm-hmm. almost be like interchangeably. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even at the grocery store, like there are so mm-hmm. many opportunities <laughs> with people yeah. in just everyday mundane situations yeah. um, to connect, yeah. you know, and to show Christ, mm-hmm. you know, through random yeah. things that happen. Yeah, And so just to finish on the verse says, we do not lose. Since we have this ministry by the yes. grace of God, by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. heart. Right. Words, the, uh, because, as we said, the, the God, he, when he moves, he moves to the heart. Yeah, absolutely. Right? The enemy can only affect the brain, right? Yeah. And, and, and uh, the only thing that can awaken the heart is God and his spirit. Um, but uh, this idea of not losing heart, right, is we lose heart, right, when we when we don't embrace the ministry, the gospel at the core of what is mm-hmm. done for me, and then yeah. the uh, the ministry that comes with that. Yeah. Is um, but when we get, we can so in other words, as believers, we can be saved, we can be doing all the right things as such, but lose heart. Yeah. Lose mm-hmm. heart because we're still living. With uh, self ruling on the throne rather yeah. than letting the Holy Spirit right lead and, and develop us. Well, and that came up in our discussion group during the parenting class was like people are like, well, sometimes it's just so hard to manage yourself and your emotions when yeah. your kids are really triggering you, throwing oh, yeah. a tantrum in city market or yeah. like whatever. And it's like, well, when you're a Christian, especially in the parenting, you're not managing yourself on your own. It's yeah. the Holy Spirit that's part you know, that's partnering with yeah. you to give you those fruits of the spirit to like help you calm down mm-hmm. the frustration so that you don't lash out and, you know, do or say something that you're really going to regret that you don't actually mean, yeah. mean, because yeah. it's coming from an emotional place. No, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, it's being able to say like, you know, what's the bigger picture here? Like, yeah. you know, when you look at it, like, you know, like zip tying your kids to the grocery cart so they don't wander <laughs> around the store is not okay. Right. Some people take offense to that. And so, but it is, it's like, you know, the self-control, it's not our job. Right. It's our job to believe in the one whose job it is and yeah. say, I need more self-control. But so many people will not accept the fact that they have a problem with yeah. controlling themselves. No, absolutely. Because like they just so many adults are pattern. like, I'm great at managing myself. Sure, because you're really selfish. Yeah. But being selfish isn't yeah. managing yourself. No, and I mean, I think that's what opens it up. It's like, you know, when you think about things in a ministry aspect, then you're saying that it needs to be connected to that relationship that you have with God. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when I first came on staff here, you were like, you know, your ministry at home precedes your ministry here because if you don't have your ministry at home in order, you will not be in order here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've always kind of kept that before me. And there were times where, like, yeah, it was off. You know, well, and I think it that's with everything, itself. but like immature Christians, that's, I mean, that's something that's still forming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes time to be disciplined and um, working on getting close. Yeah. to God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got one friend, his 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 key word is just the surrender aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when do we surrender ourselves to the Spirit's leading? Mm-hmm. You know, because there are times where you're like, Holy Spirit's like, go over here, and you're like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to surrender. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, 
maybe it doesn't even go bad for you, but you missed, you missed an opportunity, Yeah, you know? And so it is, it's like that surrender. It's like the ministry. But so when we, when we apply ministry on top of our vocation, on top of our family, on top of our singleness and how we relate to our friends and in the community, Mm -hmm. then it gives us like our connection with God should be leaking on everything we touch. Like, I shouldn't do anything without a thought that, like, how can God use this action? Yeah. It, it's a sobering thought, mm-hmm. like, to, to really wrestle with the, the truth that anything I do yeah. as a believer, that I don't lean into the Spirit of God, I do in the flesh. Mm-hmm. I do in my, with myself. Even yeah. good things. Yeah. Uh, that's a sobering thing, right? Well, you had uh, said, and, we, procl- we proclaim not ourselves, but the lordship of yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's in verse 5, right? Is, yeah. it, Paul says we proclaim not ourselves, right? Yeah. But Jesus is Lord. Um, and, of course, the lordship of Christ. Yeah. That's what we're talking about is giving more space. Jesus' presence is in mm-hmm. us through the Holy Spirit. So it's it's bowing more and more to his rulership of my entire being, yeah. my mind. My emotions and and my will, my decisions. Um, But we live such fragmented, right, compartmentalized Mm -hmm. lives is, boy, and this is the deep water of spiritual formation that should be part of discipleship of of really going after that and addressing that. Everything is connected to that one center hub. That's it. You know, but then we've even compartmentalized, well, I did my 10 minutes this morning. I prayed, I journaled, and I read two verses. Right. Okay, check, go, move, next thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and not seeing how it's all interconnected. Exactly. Like, you know, am I at peace in myself? Mm-hmm. Like, I had a buddy, man. I was like, you seem frustrated. No, I'm not frustrated. I don't get frustrated. I'm like, okay. You seem offended. Dude, I am unoffendable. Yeah. I have I have read a be yeah. unoffendable. You know, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Are you at peace? No, man, I'm not at peace. I'm like, then you're offended and you're frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it just, it was just kind of like, boom, the light bulb came on. Like, yeah. oh, you know, but like, like you know. Don't be led by feeling. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. can you live in that peace of Christ that mm. really gives us this assurance? Yeah. If it gives us assurance of salvation and it gives us assurance of everything, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. as long as we're seeking to live in the life by the Spirit. Yeah. And it. so anything else you want to throw out there? Um, well, just back to the quote that we started with, yes. um, only the gospel of Jesus can awaken the heart. Mm-hmm. The risen motherhood book is yeah. a really good resource for people that oh, cool. read that and were like, Oh, you know, that is so such truth right there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a really good, um, example of how you can apply okay. the gospel in yeah. a lot of areas. That's only for like moms, but yeah. 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 And I mean, there's probably, you know, a dad one out there, too. I haven't read it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Not, it's downstairs on the resource shelf if anybody okay. wants there to borrow it. Let's see a mass run for that. All right, what about you, Woodrow? Anything else yeah, that you want to hit? Because, I mean, there were so many good things. I think just the last verse, right? Yeah. Let the light, you know, for God said, let the light shine out of darkness. Um, has shown in our hearts, hearts the light of God to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Uh and this comes back to has that I think we just have to press people today um, has that light shown mm-hmm. can you give clear testimony of your salvation of you were this but yes. now you're this yeah um, and not that everything changes when we're saved but something 
right? There should yeah. be a, a, a change of countenance, a change of uh, relational. Well, and once the change happens, at least you know to go back to that. Yeah. It's yes. going to be a constant. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I just right. accepted Christ now. Everything's better. But yeah. at least you know that you can go back to it and start again. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's definitely creating that cycle. You you mentioned Second Corinthians ten five, and I just have to hit that. It's like we must take captive of every thought and submit it to Jesus. And I mean, I'm like, I use that one a lot for me, just in the sense of, yeah, like my surrendering to Christ as lordship is like no thought can really be mine. I need to see if this is a thought that He wants me to roll with, or if He wants a, or is he going to keep it? Right. You know, it's only when he gives it back to me that I've like had that permission. And when I think about that, I'm like, whoa, man, that that's a lot of processing. But, you know, over time, it becomes just normal functioning. Like, I don't want to do something that's out of the spirit of God right. because it's probably not going to profit what it could right. for Absolutely. the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I look at like people who are like, you know, maybe making choices, I'm like, really, bro? Do you think God's going to bless that? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it'll like, be a good redemption story. It will be a good redemption story, you right. know. Well, and I think also we can apply that to not just the mind, but obviously the emotion, the will that yes. follow the mind. Mm-hmm. So if we have to take all of our thoughts captive, right, is that when we do that, right, it, that thought, that truth, right, inform, should inform my feelings, my yeah. emotions, yeah. that should and will inform my will yeah. and the sense of decisions, right, yeah. that I make. So, so yeah, and so you could almost... In, you know, apply it to like take every feeling captive, mm-hmm. like take that self that's not submitted, and then submit it to God, yeah, and then absolutely. see like what that's really the is the arrows going from the outside. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Inside, out. inside yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, thanks so much for joining in and listening to this root issue podcast. We hope it was a midweek jolt for you to get you thinking and get you processing. Tune in and let us know what you're thinking. You could always reach us at root issues at ccasman.com. Thank you so much and have a great week. I need to get below the surface.